Barum is relationships. Barum is you and me and everyone in America. What are you talking about? Uh, the room is different cookie cutter mm. from Hollywood. Yeah, man, you never know. People are very strange these days. What's going on? Welcome to The Room Minute. The podcast where we get obsessed with the cinematic classic, The Room. One minute at a time. You have no idea what kind of trouble you're in here, do you? Why are you so hysterical? We always wanted people actually talk about it. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, listeners. We're here to talk about Minute 85 of The Room, where, by traditional standards, I think Mark wins this fight. Uh, Allison couldn't be here again, so I guess I'm, you know, all by myself, maybe. And, yeah, so we start at the end of last minute. Mark grabbed Lisa's arm. I just want to point out in the background, we got Mike and Michelle are still hanging out together. Stephen and Denny are having a conversation, which don't know how that's going. I think they're just having a better film going on in the background. Oh, hi, Luke. Oh, hi, Robert. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Stephen and Denny are having a good time. They're the weird characters just vibing back there. Johnny and Claudette are still talking. I don't think we hear any of their conversation this minute, but they're talking about her friend Shirley Hamilton, who's having trouble getting putting a down payment on a house. You remember my friend Shirley Hamilton? Uh-huh. She wants to buy a new house, and so I asked Johnny if he could help her with the down payment. All he can tell me is it's an awkward situation. Which we've heard about a couple times. And then, of course, Mark and Lisa are the central part here. Lisa tells Mark to stop, stop asking, asking me stupid, stupid questions. questions. You know, he asked whose baby it was. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's, it's a good minute to be. To be on for. To be honest, I tend to normally come up with stuff off the top of my head and not really make any notes. But I have a few notes. Actually, since Luke, you're here to talk about editing, I have cut the baby part entirely out of the movie now in my version huh. because less than I think I believe it's less than a minute after Johnny says they're expecting Lisa says that there's no baby, and so it's kind of a pointless tangent. Yeah, I didn't quite. I mean, there's a lot of things you don't quite understand in the room. Mm-hmm. That is one thing where it's just like, yeah. what? And the logic behind, if he is lying, why? Well, he's not lying. We just didn't see Lisa tell him there was a baby. There is no baby. She lied at some point about it. But that's even worse. It's like, we should have seen that part. I'd always thought that, that he was lying. Huh. No, because she tells Michelle and Stephen. I, I told, told him that to make it interesting. interesting. We're probably going to have a baby eventually anyway. So at some point... She told him she was pregnant. We just didn't get to see it. And that's that's even worse filmmaking than some of the other stuff. Yeah, because the amount of... So it's like, yeah, so let's have a two-minute useless jog, mm-hmm. but we won't have her furthering the plot. Same with the whole hit her yeah. thing, really. It's like... <laughs> well, I put that... I re-edited that slightly, so, like, Lisa doesn't sleep with Mark until after that now, which we talked about in earlier episodes is how that would make more sense. It's like, she's not cheating on Johnny until maybe he did hit her. Mm. Unfortunately, I don't have footage to imply too strongly that he did hit her. I just gotta let you assume it, I, maybe. Part of me does, like, if, if Tommy wasn't like this in cutting random bits out, I would have loved the idea that we don't know. I think that's quite, that could be executed well yeah. and could be quite interesting. Unfortunately, Tommy Wiseau's not the guy to do it. Right. Yeah, and the, and the other big change of mine is, well, a couple is... Mark and Johnny, we see them running much earlier in the film. So we we meet Mark with Johnny, not from the phone call with Lisa. And cancer comes up earlier. That's one of the hard parts I'm editing is Claudette's first scene is now her second scene where she says that she has cancer. Because 
I think the way we talked about it when the cancer came up in the movie is it can make it sort of like this existential crisis for Lisa. You know, her mother's dying. Johnny didn't get his promotion. Johnny may have hit her when he got drunk. Mm. She turns to Mark. Yeah, I have a question about Lisa and Mark's yeah. relationship later on in the minute. I'll wait till we get to, okay. to that. But Yeah, because Lisa says, just uh, stop asking me stupid questions. Mark, who the, the hell, hell do you think, think you are? are? Lisa says, just, just shut up. And she does a pretty good slap mm. on him. Which, uh, you know, gets everyone in the room look paying attention to them. And Johnny comes over. Uh, what are you doing? What's, what's going, going on, here? on here? And I think this is, this will be the first time that Mark acknowledges in front of Johnny. Yeah, that they're a couple. Although in my version, Johnny's known for a while. Yeah. Actually, that was one of the last cuts I made is the part where he's putting the tape recorder in place. I kept trying to move it earlier and earlier. Just so he knows what's going on, but it didn't fit. Well, yeah, because it makes no sense, the tape recorder thing, because who's he trying to prove it to? Right. It's, and he needs it earlier so he can have something to find out. Mm. The problem is that scene starts inexplicably with him saying, how can they say this about me? When in the scene that just happened, they didn't say anything about him. Mm. And it, it's so weird. I was trying to put it after an earlier scene with Claudette and Lisa, except all of those and with Lisa still just sitting there, so we can't cut to Johnny on the stairs. And so I ended up cutting the tape recorder entirely, which was the last cut I made for the second rough cut, which got it under an hour. And are you, are you able to... You're able to put them up on YouTube, aren't you, with the room? They don't tend to be that fussed, does he? I will. <laughs> I'm sure Tommy will still try to get it taken down, but we'll deal with that when it happens. Because, like, my About Time version that I'm editing, like... It's only cut about half an hour out. Like, it's rearranged stuff, but it's still most of the film. And I'm thinking, yeah. especially that Richard and Emma have got their eyes on us. <laughs> it wouldn't be a good idea. Yeah. But yeah, that's... I mean, people put fan edits up on things. and They usually stay, but yeah, you, if you... I think technically my YouTube account is commercial. Like, I could make money off a video if I made one that wasn't violating copyright. Which I never do. And Mark says, you really, really don't know, know, do you? Do you? And Johnny says, maybe, maybe I know more than, than you think, think I do, Mark. Which he doesn't. You know, shit, shit, all right. All right. And Johnny says, what, what do you, you want, want from me, me huh? huh? Then Steven jumps in because, you know, he's Steven and he has to exist. Mm. He says, hey, and grabs Mark. And I think he enjoys having his arms around Mark a little bit. I mean, where would this scene be without Steven? Him. You know, he, 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 he makes the moment, really. This scene is gone. <laughs> Mind. They don't fight twice, but we'll cover that uh, more next minute, because I have a bit from the disaster artist about that. I also, like, these three minutes, I don't know whether it's just because I have actually listened to the Room soundtrack quite recently, mm -hmm. but the music really stood out to me in these scenes. Like, stood out in a good way? In a good way, I think, yeah. Like, I, I, I like it. Okay. I think, genuinely, the soundtrack is really good soundtrack, hence... Well, I think the score is pretty good, yeah. Yeah, hence I bought the CD and I've got it on my phone, so occasionally wow. you know, I could be out walking the dog to the to the sounds of Johnny and Mark jogging, <laughs> you know, it's it's nice. Most of the time I skip it, but occasionally there's always a good bum ba ba da ba ba da 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 <laughs> which I found myself humming today while dusting. It's a very catchy theme, really. Yeah. Yeah, this, the score works. Someone who watched my first rough cut was like, you should just like rescore the whole thing from scratch. I'm like, a, I don't have the resources for that. B, I like the score. Mm. I just have to adjust the score so that it covers my scene transitions that I made. Do you have the soundtrack? That'll take a little work. I do not. I mean, I know that all the parts of the soundtrack are online, so I can get them. But I'm basically going to use the audio from the movie itself and just overlap the cuts I have made and stuff cut out when I need to cut out. Keep it simple. That makes sense. I'm very confused as to how the uh, why the soundtrack album cover art is a giant picture of Tommy's eye. His eye? Yeah, hang on. 
I'll see like if I can, zoomed in? Yeah, I'll see if I can send you a picture. Hang on. That is weird. I mean, I know why it'd be his face. That was always the poster for the movie. Yeah, here we go. I'll just... I'll send you a screenshot now. Huh. Yeah, that is weird. They zoomed in on the eye. The other weird thing is that it kind of works. No, it, it's cool looking, but it's weird because the poster is always his face. Yeah. So it's a good, it's a good soundtrack. You have to... I think you have to listen to the songs from the sex scenes enough times that you don't get the disturbing images of the sex scenes in your head every time you hear them. Yeah. Well, you could watch my version just fine then, because there are no sex scenes. Well, there's the beginning of two of them. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good, it's a good minute. And how much later is in the minute is it that we've got? There's the when we get the "I'm sorry" mark part. Um, is that in a moment, or is that much later in the minute? Yeah, that was that would be next because Lisa stops them. She's like screaming, "Stop! Stop! Stop it!" Stop it! Johnny stops and says, "All right, all right, okay." Okay, folks, everything fine. is fine. Five is over, over I'm, I'm sorry, sorry Mark. Mark. And then he says, "Yeah, you too. You too. No, me too. Yeah, you too." I listened to that a couple of times. I'm sure he said, "You too." Hang on, I'm gonna have to check now. We'll insert the audio here, of course. Yeah, you too. If he says you too, that's hilarious because I did not notice it. He's... I'm trying to find the part that's taken off. <laughs> Probably at like 40 seconds in ish. I think it cuts to the, the establishing shot at 48. Oh, I'm confused. Yeah, he definitely says you too. Yeah, you too. <laughs> Where, what second is it? It is second 26. Yeah, you too. Huh. He does. Oh my god. That is hilarious. Because I just kind of thought that Greg was better than that. <laughs> well, at this point, no. He was tired of this. At the beginning of the party, you can see what he calls, like, the moment I gave up on this film. He doesn't have any energy for this. And then this, when they're filming these fights, Johnny doesn't have any energy. It's a whole thing. I kind of realized recently how good an actor Greg is. Like, you know that music video I sent you? Yeah. He's really good in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be the music video for Leave by Ali Gertz. Yeah, he's he's fine. I mean, he he. it was a little horror film thing, but he carried Puppet Master 4 by himself. Or no, Retro Puppet Master is the title. He's the lead in that. He carries the movie. He, he's pretty good. Everyone in this movie is pretty good. They're just... Well, no, not everyone. Steven's horrible. Steve, Steven is a horrible, horrible thing. Sorry, Steven. <laughs> What's his real name? Greg. I feel even Tommy under the right director. Maybe. I know he doesn't want to play, like, villain. He's, he made a point out of that. But I, I'm kind of surprised. Oh, Johnny? Yeah. I assume he's been offered loads of roles in loads of things, and he's just declines them because there's no way that no one's offered him a role in something by now. Well, he played the villain in the sequel to Samurai Cop, but oh, the movie yeah, is horrible. But isn't it one of those that's deliberately bad? Yes, because the first Samurai Cop was not... But everyone embraced it for its badness, and so when they made a sequel years later, they embraced it being bad, and it ends up horrible and then badly edited, and it's got problems. The first one's great. Because I'd, I'd just love to see Tommy do, like, a guest star on, like, a sitcom or something. Yeah, kind of like his scene at the end of The Disaster Artist, but, you know, less of a gimmick. Yeah. He could play a good bit part. His scene at Disaster Artist, I, I liked, but also was kind of weird. Uh, but, yeah, like, I feel like... Obviously, it was years ago, but I mean, look at all the celebrities that appeared on Friends. Yeah. Like, I know it, the room wasn't as successful <laughs> around the time that Friends finished, but that sort of thing where they only have to be in maybe one scene, or maybe they're a character's 
in you know, I don't know what's what was a popular sitcom now. I don't know. But if they if he appeared as like a lead one of the lead characters' boyfriend for like one episode or something like yeah. this, this guy she's dating. I could I could imagine them well they never did they didn't do much with gimmicks. Well no, they did have gimmicky but guest stars like community maybe. Yeah. It's not on anymore, but I could have seen them using that. I could see Tommy having a cameo in the community movie. Yeah. But he'd probably be playing himself. Right. That might be all he can play. <laughs> <laughs> But himself is interesting. Yeah. Because some, some of his delivery on things in this are all right. Yeah. They're rare, but... Okay, no, it's, it's it's later this week, but there is one specific line where I thought, actually, that was pretty good acting. If it's when he takes his shirt off, it's a big deal. Yeah, we'll get to that. Because <laughs> there's a moment in this scene where he suddenly had energy when they were filming, and it was... I don't think it is, but we'll... Oh, okay. I, I I literally only wrote it written in my notes what the line was. I haven't written anything else to know when it takes place. For the rest of this minute, we got after the yeah you too. Yeah, you too. What the hell, Greg? Johnny says, "Lisa, can, can you can you clean up here, here please. please?" Which is a horrible. Mm. Like you just made the mess. You just threw Mark against the table, but you're asking Lisa to clean it up. And then Johnny just wanders over to the open doorway to the chair and alcohol storage room. And I put in my notes, clearly he needs more booze if he's going to hit Mark like he needs to hit Mark. Mm. And, uh, yeah. But he also doesn't drink, so it's, uh... <laughs> well, not normally. But when he's got to hit someone, you know, he gets drunk. As previously established in the film. Mm, indeed. So Lisa picks up stuff on the table. Mark sits down where Johnny was just sitting. You know, symbolism. He's taking his place. I was just going to say that. Good yeah. filmmaking. And then we get an establishing shot because, you know, you need those randomly during party scenes. It's San Francisco skyline at night. Market Street is the lit up part to the left, the Bay Bridge off to the right. And then we come back into the the room for the party, and Mark and Lisa are dancing really close. Okay, so this, Stephen is dancing with Claudette, which is lovely. This confused me, Mark and Lisa here. Yeah. So, I believe it's earlier on, because there's not that much left of the film, mm. that Mark seems ashamed of his relationship with Lisa. Yes. Every time they slept together, it was, you know, why do you do this to me, but Johnny's my best mm-hmm. friend, blah de blah Why did you do this to me? Why? Johnny's my best friend. He seemed genuinely ashamed. I got this sick feeling in my stomach, man. I did something awful. I don't think I can forgive myself. And at no point in their relationship did it seem like that it was anything aside from sexual either. Right. It seemed like there was no no love to it. There was nothing else. Even down with his with Mark's line, I think earlier on it might be I think it's earlier on, it might be next minute, I'm not certain, about keeping your woman satisfied. That's coming up, yeah. That's coming up. Yeah. It implies that their relationship is just sexual, but there is definite romance here as well, and it's just confuses me a bit. Well, I, I think when we had the uh, the candlelit, like, close-up on Mark conversation, like, over the phone with Lisa, I forget now where that is, because I've moved it in my version of the movie. It wasn't that long ago, I don't think. I think we were supposed to start getting a romantic vibe between the two of them, that there is... More than just sex between Mark and Lisa. But at this point, it's hard to gauge. And Lisa was doing like pretty good acting up on the roof, which unfortunately I've cut. But now it's like she doesn't have very much to do in these scenes, but scream and tell them to stop fighting. She doesn't do that very well. And so, yeah, it doesn't make sense why they're now openly like dancing just because a little fight happened. It's strange. Yeah. 
it is it is strange because it's in front of literally all of their friends. Mm-hmm. Well, except for Peter. Yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe they just didn't invite him because he's the one person they have to hide. I wish from. I could digitally put Peter in the back of the scene. Oh, is there, is there any? So he still exists. Is there any full body shots of Peter in the film that you can just? Ah, uh, there's definitely some like medium shots, like put him behind other people or something. <laughs> I don't know if the lighting would match. I think you should just... Could try. There's, there's, you should just get in contact with the actor and just get him to stand in front of a green screen and wave. And <laughs> just appears for a moment. Notes for a midnight screening. Let's see, I think the first one is when Lisa slaps Mark and you know, the audience reacts to him like, whoa, you know, that's <laughs> a big deal. That's some real violence right there. But when they start fighting and Steven jumps in to try to pull him apart, you get people start uh, chanting male bonding. It's like they did during the football scenes. <laughs> That's brilliant. When uh, Johnny asked Lisa to clean up, uh, someone yelled, because you're a woman. <laughs> <laughs> and in this minute, when Lisa goes to actually clean up, she picks up a picture of the spoon. We get the final spoons throwing at the screen in the, in the midnight screening. Everyone yells spoons. So basically by this point in the film, the audience have run out of jokes and are just reusing old jokes the whole time well spoons you repeat all the time and you always well, say because yeah. you're a woman if you can fit it in i mean they're good they're good jokes it's that's just... some of the good thing with midnight yeah <laughs> yeah we had a minute last week where there were no notes for a midnight screening it was weird <laughs> it was everyone just kind of sits there uncomfortable for a little bit i really want to go to one of the midnight screenings but i've got to wait a year and a half until i'm legally allowed to go <laughs> well then i got to persuade my family to take me down to london to watch a film we already own yeah. but i think my mum would definitely enjoy it she won't think she would, but she 100% would. They don't have a theater that does that sort of thing closer? Occasionally in Birmingham, but for, for the first time of a room midnight screening, like the Prince Charles is supposed to be like, I think it's considered like the best audience in the world. Ah. For the establishing shot, Market Street, we get later that night. And when we cut to Mark and Lisa dancing, someone in the audience has screamed out, how is no one seeing this? <laughs> Because no no one's reacting either. That's the thing. It's not that they're dancing together, because, you know, people are dancing. Stephen and Claudette are dancing, you know. But it's the way they're dancing. It's not friends. It's not best friend of your future husband. Oh, exactly. It's more than that. Luke, where can the listeners hear more from you? Depending on when this comes out, we are either both hosting or have I think we're done. Hosting. At this point. Okay. We have finished hosting. this is 30 episodes from now. They can listen to all the great episodes of our show, Two Minutes About Time, looking at the Richard Curtis yeah. rom-com About Time, Two Minutes At A Time. I mean, it's a show that is now supported by Richard Curtis, mm-hmm. Emma Freud, and Graham Curry. <laughs> so if that's not a reason to listen, I don't know what is. And I guess Liz Griffiths and John Paul Kelly. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to assume that they're supportive, but they've all been involved in the show in one way or another. Yeah. So I assume we can say they supported it. Sure. Right. Friends of the show. Graham hasn't actually listened yet so far at time of recording, I don't think, but he has supported mm-hmm. the show anyway. Find me on Twitter at Llama underscore Bottle Zero, Instagram at Ginger Luke, Facebook Luke Allen Film. All podcasts, radio appearances, newspaper articles and short films are available at LukeAllen.co.uk and Two Minutes About Time they could find on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Two Minutes About Time. They could join our Facebook The Cupboard or they could find us on IMDb. But it's nothing wrong when people make fun of the project, in this case, The Room. The Room Minute is a production of Lemming Drops Studio. You can find more content at lemmingdrops.com. Follow The Room Minute on all the obvious social media. 
If you've got any stupid comments after the show, you can leave them in your pocket on Facebook. If you like what you hear, throw us a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice. Thank you for listening. And remember, if a lot of people loved each other, the world would be a better place to live. Leave us!